0: Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Chainsaw Buffet Podcast. I have eschewed my uh, normal co-host in favor of a uh, couple of guys that are uh, far more apt to talk about the subject that uh, I want to discuss this week. Um, with me I have uh, Adam Perry, a uh, good friend of ours, uh, works with Hamacon, uh, does some stuff in the fighting game community here in the South. Uh, Adam, thanks for joining us.
1: No problem. My pleasure.
0: And uh, also have my good friend Milne. Uh, Community in Tennessee sponsored. Uh, Milne, appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to us. Howdy, hey. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I always bring up fighting games on the podcast, but everybody else doesn't play, so they're all kind of like uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit because um, this past weekend was Southern uh, California Regionals. Um, I've always known as SCR. And it was kind of an interesting tournament in, in terms of results, and um, it, it was exciting to watch. There were some interesting storylines, and we can talk in in more general terms. Um, I, none of us, to to be fair, none of us went. I think Adam probably watched the most out of all of us because I believe you said you, you were a little under the weather during yeah, yeah, the weekend. Yeah, I was pretty much
1: sick the whole weekend, so uh, I had really nothing else to do.
0: I, I caught a little bit on Friday and Saturday, and I watched um, mostly Marvel and Street Fighter um, on Sunday because uh, those are the games that, even though I I meet regularly with one of the best Tekken players around uh, that's in Knoxville, Trongi... Um, I I don't know what, a lot about Tekken. It hasn't really rubbed off on me, so I can't uh, talk about it very intelligently. But um, Adam, what what were some of your thoughts? Because um, you know, I can I can get into into Street Fighter and Marvel a little bit later. But just in what in general, what were some of your thoughts about the tournament? And the well, when um
1: when I heard the amount of games that were going to be at the tournament, I was like. How how the hell are you going to be able to you know run all these games, and uh, and then immediately after it was announced that there was going to be a cap. I think the cap was two fifty six.
0: I believe you're right.
1: And uh, everyone on Twitter was was saying like, how could you you know make a, a fighting game tournament with caps? It doesn't seem like it makes any sense. And basically, it seemed like the the uh, crew setting up SoCal Regionals um, were looking to try a lot of interesting things regarding how things are run and um, I think it it paid out really well in terms of the different variety of games that were able to be covered Yeah, and
0: Caps makes sense to a degree um, because you can either have fewer games with more entrants or you can try and support more communities, which I think might ultimately be better. But to do that, you have to, to allocate some of those resources that might go towards, you know, some of the bigger games like Street Fighter or Marvel. And you know, those their their monitors that have to be allocated for other games and and consoles and everything else. And not to mention just physical people there running the brackets, keeping track of results, running streams, that sort of thing. So it can't make sense and 256 I mean basically who I've, I feel like that eliminates are sort of the late int- entry people
1: yeah I definitely agree it was really sort of to uh, give immediacy to registering for your tournaments and uh, like KIT runs their tournament um, a lot of these tournaments were um, basically given to top players in the games and being like alright you run your game, you know how it's supposed to be run, you know how to best address the people who play the game, and that seems to uh, to have worked here at SoCal Regionals at a large scale. Mm-hmm. Because you
2: can trust a top player to run their pool uh, effectively. And also having a cap definitely doesn't uh, set a sort of sense of urgency to where if people want to go, they are going to pre-register so they can get their spot.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's an interesting concept because I know that there are players who, who would be very capable of doing that, but I don't know... Yeah, I, I, I would be very wary about who I let run those brackets.
2: Right, of course, give it to somebody you trust. Yeah. And somebody that um, can handle responsibility and everything like that. And if you, if you don't have a TO or a bracket runner that you can apply.
0: Yeah, I, I think in some of the smaller games that might be a little bit easier to, to ferret out um who those people are because it, you know they usually tend to be pretty visible in those smaller communities since it's a smaller pool of people to choose from and usually there's a few people spearheading saying hey you know you should have persona or blaze blue or whatever there yep um, so were there any of the games um? that you guys wanted to talk about that were represented there. Um, as as you pointed out, and there are quite a few, but uh, were there any that maybe you just wanted to kind of gloss over?
1: Um, oh, you Go first. Ahead. Either, right, either we'll one be. of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Please, you're both pretty. Uh,
0: Blaze was
2: was there, and it was really exciting, and the creator of the game, Mori, actually showed up to hang out and support and watch. That was pretty exciting. He also handed out the medals and Uh, access was there just having a presence as well Uh, i think we had russell and i missed the other dude's name but uh yeah blaze was exciting Kokonoi won Uh, Mm. rachel almost won and uh (laughs) i i caught i caught the the winners and losers in, in grand finals and uh Oh man, <laughs> it, <laughs> it was really good. Uh, Breaker Dave like would usually like take a good lead, and then Kokonoe with uh, sorry uh, Payne playing Kokonoe would just make a, a good comeback and just take it all away. And it was it was disheartening to watch, but it was also good to watch. Um...
0: <laughs> now see yeah. the the new Blaze Blue isn't out here in the states yet, so I had you know first of all I haven't, I haven't played it, I haven't played an import copy or anything and i haven't really had much impetus to follow um the scene although i know a lot of people uh have imported the game and a lot of people, you know either through psn or whatever and uh, i know people have been running tournaments for this game for a few months now um how bad is kokonoe because i've heard things but not having played the game or really watched much i don't have context for just it's, what level of, right. of bullshit that she that she Kokonoid. resides in
2: a lot of people do not believe Kokonoe should be tournament legal. The reason why is because she has a good neutral game. She can uh, she has a magnetic little gear that she puts out and she can snap it and if you're anywhere, and if you're near it it hits you for a pretty good amount of hit stun or even block stun. Like if she snaps it and, and you block, she she's a I think oh my goodness, if I'm wrong, please forgive me. I think it's plus twenty six. That's ridiculous.
0: And for, for those of you keeping track at home who may not be uh, up to date on, on all the terminology, he's talking about frames, so yes. roughly about half a second, which doesn't sound like a lot, but in fighting game terms, is forever.
2: That That is a lot. So there are 60 frames in a second, so plus 26. I, th- I want to say I'm wrong, but that's the number that popped into my head. Um, but placing it is, is is minus. She's punishable if she places it, if you just let her do it but you can't be sleeping either cuz it's not punchable by a lot. But anyway, what Kirkanoi does that makes everybody mad is she has a super move called black hole. It's unblockable. Mm. And she has setups that go into it guaranteed. And uh, it's gotten to the point where players have fleshed her out where she can if she gets a two way like at match start, she can carry you to the ed- to the end of the uh, sorry to the corner and then she has this kind of derpy block string that is escapable, but you have to be on point to get out of it, and that gets her 50 meter, and then she block strings you into a black hole, and then she combos you and you die. Because see, you can combo after the black hole super.
0: See, uh... I'm, I, <laughs> like, that sounds pretty broken, just because of the whole unblockable aspect, but there is a... V- Part of me that viscerally reacts to whenever somebody says we should ban character X because right. uh, I don't know if it's the competitor in me or what it is, but it's like, no, no, I got this, fuck this, I'll figure this out. I, <laughs> it I can was do this, just
1: huge on Twitter. There were so many people who were like, we don't know if she's totally broken yet, so let's hold out. And then there's plenty of other people who are like, screw that, we're gonna ban her now. Yep. And it was really just a back and forth over. I mean it seemed like everybody understood that she was by far the best character in the game, but it was just a matter of how much was she the best character in the game.
2: Yep. I'm I'm all for letting a metagame develop. Um so I'm like personally as a TO I kinda wanna let it rock because top eight isn't all Kokonoe. Yeah. And I, I, I... was playing Coco and he's he got seventh.
0: I was about to say, um, I was just looking at on event hubs to see the uh, the results for the game, and yeah, there's there's two Kokonoe in top eight, um, the the winner, and then as you said, Severin who was uh, tied for seventh, um, and then one other in ninth and top sixteen. So it wasn't it wasn't like it was, you know. Kokonoe, 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 yeah. all the way through the bracket.
1: Yeah, like and... it's all theoretical. You know, all of this is theoretically stuff that you can do, but in actual gameplay, there might not be enough people at the skill level to pull it off consistently. Especially because she's a new character, and some of these other characters have been out for a very long time.
0: Right. Right.
2: You actually have to do it all this stuff. Um, and if you go back and watch the matches, like even uh, like Payne's matches, he won, but it's still an uphill battle for, um, for like half the much versus Baker Dave. Um, so yeah, it, kokonoi is not a win button, but she's definitely got the potential to take every tournament simply because she is who she is.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I don't have a real strong point of reference, but, and this is comparing apples to oranges. It really is. Right. But in terms of just uh, sort of where my guiding principles on letting metagames develop and stuff, um, I don't know if you guys really followed uh, the Marvel metagame for Marvel 3 much, but when Ultimate first came out people were thinking about how broken Wesker seemed because um, he he got a slight health nerf, but he got a speed and damage buff when he used one of his supers um, for everyone keeping track at home and now he's more or less irrelevant in the metagame
1: Yeah, it's because people didn't know. They were just like oh, it's the same from Vanilla and they just didn't know
0: yeah, and and uh also a uh, hum- humorous anecdote um was you know back then people thought that Dante was way not just better than Virgil, way better than Virgil like maybe top 3 in the game. Um we we now know that is not even close to being the case.
1: Uh, I wouldn't say way behind. I know a lot of people who would say that Dante is pretty good, especially for his assist. And I know uh, a couple people like um, some of the people that I know in Georgia. We have a uh, uh, Marcus or Mark. Um, he uh, he is a marvel player here. He's probably the best in Alabama, and he he usually almost breaks out of his bracket in every major that he goes to. And uh, he plays uh, he plays a lot of those guys from Atlanta, and a lot of them play Dante. So yeah.
0: Dante Dante is good but i i think he's like if if we're going like you know s tier and then a b c d e i think he's somewhere in the middle of the a tier like like i i i have to put him way down there just because um you have to be really on point with dante as far as doing any sort of damage he can sustain the lead he can zone people out but he is not a damage builder, uh, depending mm-hmm. on what your team makeup is. I've seen, you know, the the traditional Zero May Cry, because uh, that seems to be the team that he's most prevalent on, of Zero Dante Virgil. That works because you can DHC into Virgil and get kills with uh, sword loops. But um, there are other players like uh 805 Five who have Dante on anchor. Yeah. And that's mainly because that's his best character. So if he's going to make a comeback, that's the character. Yeah, that's gonna be the character he does it with because that's the one he has the most skill with. But in terms of just purely theoretical, Dante's a terrible anchor. His his (laughs) combos take so long, and even with the damage boost, you know you're just burning so much of your time killing one character with these insanely long and admittedly stylish combos that. Just in the anchor position, um, I, I think he's pretty pretty awful compared to some of his peers, but mm-hmm. um, he, he definitely has a place. He's he's not he's not bad by any means, yeah.
2: um, and neither is Firebrand.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, since we're on <laughs> on topic, um, I this was my favorite Marvel Hermit to watch since this last Evo where. Uh, I I think I called months in advance who the winners for Street Fighter and Marvel were going to be, and nobody believed me at the time. I'm like, because I was I was talking with Ian actually, who who runs Kit. Uh, we were having dinner like me and some of the other Knoxville people were having dinner with him uh, after Midwest Championships. Mm -hmm. And he was, you know, the conversation mostly revolved around Tekken, but, you know, he is gracious enough to try and um, engage me in conversation a little bit about Marvel. And he's like, do you think anyone can beat Chris Chi? And I'm like, oh yeah, definitely. And uh, he said, okay, well, you know, do do you think Chris is going to win Evo? I said, no, I think think Flocker is going to win Evo. He said, okay, why do you think Flocker? I said, well, and and my my rationale at the time was solid, but it wasn't the actual reason that he ended up winning Evo because um, they didn't. Chris G and Flocker didn't go head to head at that yeah, tournament. yeah. They never played each other. Although they played each other at other tournaments where Flocker has won. Um, but my rationale at the time was um, Flocker's main team is Zero, Virgil, and Hawkeye. But he sometimes um, and usually you see this against Chris G. He'll uh, switch out. Uh, Hawkeye for the character who is the anchor on my team, uh, Strider. So he plays the exact same team I do. When he does it, he plays Zero Virgil Strider, and uh, I feel, although you know, if I were to play Chris, G, I'd probably just get blown up because you know there's a difference in, in, in skill there. Um, but I feel like the Zero Strider shell really blows up um, the Morgan Doom shell when played properly. Um, because Strider can keep Morgan grounded and Zero can use a charge buster to snipe Doom whenever he comes out and it really sort and it, it really limits what she can do and then she's forced to kind of rush you down and, and take that approach instead of doing the slow death by soul fist Sounds um, good. that wasn't that wasn't why Flocker won EVO he won EVO because he's really damn good um and um then Shin I, I think was just I don't know. Um he was just on that day. But talking about Marvel, Marvel was fun at S C R because um first of all, uh, true or false, Christy participated in Marvel at S C R.
1: Uh, mm, uh not quite. <laughs>
0: Because if you look at the results uh, on Event Hubs, you don't see his name anywhere in like the top 32, and so you I've think, heard, so you think, um, oh, he didn't show up. Well, that's technically true. He didn't show up for one of his yeah, matches. He got,
2: he got DQ'd for being two hours late, and then he got moved to a different pool than the one he was originally in, in losers
1: bracket, I believe. Yeah, that's what I read on Twitter. I,
0: I'm yeah. not sure exactly what happened, but yeah. He I did. That the first DQ
1: was because he was late, and the second DQ was some other thing. He wasn't late. He just wasn't there or something like that. But yeah, he was basically DQ'd from SCR.
0: Yeah, which I find to be mildly amusing because I can't imagine that this is the first time he's been late to a bracket.
1: Oh, it's I not. imagine it won't be the last yeah
0: exactly so i I find it amusing because it's sort of that guess what you know you don't get your way all the time
1: well I mean a lot of the a lot of the players the top players because uh they're a lot better about it they're a little bit more professional like for an instance um uh, at KIT, I had to run uh, a street Fighter bracket and there was a player in my bracket Dominion who uh I waited for as long as I could, but he hadn't shown up because uh, I heard that his plane had gotten canceled. So he actually drove down to KIT. He was super awesome, but I had to dequeue him at the at the beginning. And uh, luckily, like I was a morning bracket, and less than half of the people had shown up. So he just had buy after buy after buy, until eventually he showed up and he played and he ended up in second place. Right? Yeah. Yep. You did get second place through all the sock <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, most, most top players understand, especially, you know, having gone through a bunch of tournaments that, you know, the tournament's gonna run without you. I, if you let it. It,
0: it yeah. just, it seems like common sense to me, but... Yeah,
2: show up for your spot, show uh, up for your bracket, show up for your match, that is common
0: sense. Um, I'll say this. I'm just going to be very transparent about how I feel. Um, If you win all the time, it makes me want to beat you. If you're a jerk, it makes me want to not like you. If you're both, I really don't like you. (laughs) And I don't know Chris G. personally. never really had the opportunity to talk to him or anything. He might be a great guy in his personal life. But as far as some of the things that he's done... You know, colluding and all that stuff. I I think it's just nonsense. So I, I I took I took a little bit of pride in seeing him just get his ass disqualified. I mean, he might have won, but maybe not. I don't know. It, one one thing that I've found that's really interesting as far as Marvel goes is Chris She re- recently moved out to California, mm-hmm. and so he started going. He, he used to play at a tournament. Uh, if you got, if people listening aren't familiar with it um called next level battle circuit which is in new york it's streamed every week and he would win that all the time um because with respect to the other players uh, that attended there some of them are very good but they weren't in his class uh so the the move to california kind of made sense because it's like you know a lot of the strongest players are out there um You know, there's going to be more competition. He's going to get better. But something unexpected... I don't know if it's unexpected, but something interesting has definitely happened because he's gone to run back a few times, and he's gotten beat when he's gone out there. And I don't know if... I I think he may end up being even better than he was, but I also think he may uh, end up getting figured out a little bit because he could go to these events and West Coast players who we could argue are stronger maybe don't have the ma- didn't have the match experience against him on a regular basis, but playing against him every week, you know, he might get figured out a little bit. And I think that'll make Marvel as a whole more interesting. I think that's a good thing for the game when you have multiple people who can win a tournament at any time instead of it just being a foregone conclusion that, yeah, Chris is going to win. Because that's what it was for a while.
1: It's definitely true. It was definitely a, a race to beat Chris at any major. And I I I agree with your points there that uh, basically exposing himself to the people at like uh, you know the NorCal scene and stuff like that. I mean I love the East Coast. It's where I've been born and raised, but (coughs) uh, we don't (coughs) we don't have the Marvel players here that uh that they have on the West Coast. So um, it, it really is telling that you know he's able to topple all of his local events, but. When he goes to West Coast local events, he's struggling to uh, put numbers up.
0: Yeah, and and I don't think that that I I don't think he's going to just get completely shut out going forward. But I do think it will be interesting to watch, um, say final round or you know some of the other majors coming up on the way to Evo, and seeing how he does there, um, seeing where he improves, how he improves, and how other people adapt to him.
2: Yep, um, I think that'll be interesting Because
0: I, I don't think that was something we were in a position to see before just because he was in New York everybody else was in California and wherever there was a major they'd meet and Chris would win um, but now it's like oh, they see him pretty regularly they're used to his tricks they're figuring him out um, and he'll have to develop new stuff which will be crazy to see um, but the tournament itself talking about players who actually made it into the top 32 and beyond um, ended up being uh, won by apology man uh, started as a blaze blue player primarily uh, if uh, the legends hold true yep um, and then somewhere around or, you know somewhere along the line he decided oh yeah I'm actually kind of good at marvel um, he plays a not commonly used team, one that he's really sort of innovated of uh, Firebrand, Doctor Doom, and Super Scroll. He also had some Frank West teams that he's since moved away from because Firebrand <laughs> is really, really strong because uh, sort of like Kokonoe and Blaze Blue, he has a lot of unblockable setups that he can turn into death where you basically don't get to play. Um, yep.
2: Firebrand just kidnaps people.
0: <laughs> I, I will say it wasn't. Quite the the foregone conclusion that that it might have been that 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 setup makes it sound though because uh, a Filipino champ who got second ended up um, resetting the bracket against him and I feel like uh, Killer Kai who played him in winners finals did uh, a pretty good um, job of sort of hanging in there with him um, but that that matchup in particular Zero versus Firebrand is. Pretty much, who gets the first hit? Mm-hmm. Uh, because then after that, it's okay. Well, you don't get to play with uh, any of the rest of your team, uh, depending on on who gets that first kill. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you guys have any other any other thoughts about that? Because um, I I'd be curious to see where Apology Man goes from here. Because this was sort of I, I I'm reluctant to say his breakout because we you know as far as you know the Marvel community. We've known about him for a while now, but it's sort of his first big win. Yep.
2: Well, uh, I do want to say that uh, for people that are familiar with with his Boo, uh he doesn't like Kokonoe, and people are gonna criticize him for using Firebrand because it's unblockable. But I want to say it's a different game with different rules, so it, it
0: very much is. Yeah. Um, unblockable stuff is fairly common. In uh, in Marvel, where Blaze Blue, not so much.
1: Yep. Um, um I also want to kind of point out that um, it seemed like a lot of the commentators on Marvel when he ended up winning, they were like, "Oh, well, you're not an anime player anymore," and nope. I'm I feel like it's kind of interesting. I wonder if playing Blaze Blue and these other games that he's you know known for besides Marvel have sort of strengthened him as a Marvel player, trying to figure out certain setups and stuff like that instead of being one or, or another, I, I was kind of surprised to see people, you know, ah, oh, well, putting down anime, essentially. Um, well, I, I,
0: unfortunately, you hear that a lot, depending on who's talking about what. Um, I think Ringe and Genesis pretty much did most of the Marvel commentary. Yeah. And uh, Genesis's stick shtick is sort of to put down whatever he doesn't like. Um, so it's like, oh, well, you know, somebody's playing Zero. Wake me up when this is over.
1: Yeah, well, um, I and, can agree with them there.
0: Well, whatever. Screw you guys. <laughs> I, I'm the best Zero in the business. There um, we go. But uh,
1: um, if we don't got a, uh, don't got anything else on uh, Marvel, we could switch to Street Fighter.
0: We can. Um, really quickly, though, I just wanted to say in in relation to your comment about Apology Man, as far as you know. Blaise Blue helping helping him become a better Marvel player, I do feel like um, each game sort of focuses in on a certain aspect of the core fighting game fundamentals. Uh, yeah, I can agree with you there. Because um, I don't play... I, I've played pretty much everything at some point in time, but there's very little that I've played at a high level competitively because... But I, I played fighting games back in the old days, uh, in the arcades and on you know, home consoles without the internet, so we had to rely on our friends to get games in with, and nobody would want to play, we, play with me because nobody was really interested in the genre enough to get past the early gap of I know what to do and you don't. And, mm-hmm. you know, the only way you can really learn is by playing. I can I can tell you all this stuff, but you're not going to be able to process it until you've played enough games to kind of understand how it works. Um, but I will say, playing a lot of Marvel primarily, when I go to play other games, you know, casually with people, because they'll be like, hey, does anyone want to play this game? I'm like, sure, I'll play whatever, I don't care. Um, and this a few months ago when... Uh, Guilty Gear Plus R came out uh, on PSN and Xbox Live, somebody downloaded it and said hey, anybody want to play Guilty Gear? I'm like, sure, what the hell, whatever. Whatever. And you know he knew a lot of the setups. I didn't really know anything, but I was blocking one of his setups consistently. He's like, "How the hell are you blocking that? That's supposed to be a really hard setup to block." I'm like, "Well, I play Marvel, so this you know this whole game is slow as hell to me." So <laughs> mm. that that that's that's an interesting thing that I found is that playing other games, I'm really solid defensively in other games that aren't Marvel because. I'm just used to blocking so many different things uh, in, in really crazy mix-ups and high-lows and all that. So when somebody just crosses me up in Street Fighter, I'm like, really? Is that all you've got? <laughs> it's, it's it's So it's interesting. I do think uh, a lot of different games have things that they can bring to whatever your game of choice is. So I, I would definitely encourage people to play as many different games as possible, especially if you have someone around that wants to play it. Because... You're you're helping them. You're giving them something, and there's never a game that you can play where you're not going to learn something. Even dive kick, which you know is just two buttons, but it's so much about spacing and fundamentals, in that sense that you can improve uh, with that game too. Um, but Street Fighter, Street Fighter was a fun tournament to watch.
1: Oh boy,
0: um, Twitch actually brought out some uh, some people from Japan to play. Um, wow, wao, um, who. I hadn't seen much of prior to this past weekend. Who's an Oni player? And Oni's kind of an underused character in in the Street Fighter meta game. Um, but he's good. He is good. Um, I feel he, like
1: I feel like he's trending up ever since Sanford uh, won uh, Apex. I I have a bunch of friends that are like, oh, I've got a I've got an Oni I'm working on. So I think I think he's a buy. I think people are, are investing in Oni and Evil Ryu.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think when Ultra comes out, I'm hoping that Jury will be as good as everyone is saying, uh, because uh, the actress who plays Jury uh, for the English version has been on this podcast several times. We love her to death. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that she gets stronger, so I can I can kind of maybe take Street Fighter a little more seriously than I have in the past. And me too. Dick I've around with been, that.
2: Yeah, me too. I've actually been wanting to play Street Fighter, but. I don't agree with a couple of the set play mechanics, so I'm hoping yeah. that will help me out. And I like Jerry. Jerry was the first character I really wanted to play, so yeah.
0: Um, Jerry's a fun character. She's really different from uh, a lot of the core Street Fighter characters. And I like that they're finally bringing Elena in. I thought she should have been in uh, oh, yeah. AE when they when they expanded the roster. I was really pissed that was uh two twins and then two more sets of twins that weren't <laughs> twins but you know evil ryu and oni which is just more versions of ryu and akuma i'm like i, I don't need any of these characters in my life
2: oh man speaking of characters we found out that chun li was in the game yeah i know oh my gosh like where did, she, did, she, did she just get patched in for ser what
0: um yeah yeah so for for you guys who don't know what we're talking about um Infiltration, who may or may not, depending on who you talk to, be uh, the world's preeminent Street Fighter IV player at the moment, uh, he came in second. He lost to uh, K Bragg. Congrat- uh, congratulations to him, who played Cammy. But Infiltration I made uh, his way into Grand Finals. He's primarily known as an Akuma player, but he has been known on occasion, like at EVO, he broke out Hakan, who is probably the least used character in that game hey, we
1: don't we don't talk about hakan in the south we know <laughs> hakan in the south
0: <laughs> true enough but uh everywhere else i, I think you'd see more dans uh, than you would hakan's for some weird reason maybe just there are more trolls um but, so, it, it didn't come as a total surprise when he picked chun as much as it was sort of an eyebrow raise. Like, is he just fucking with us now? It's, he's just tired. It's like chun He's like, I'm bored with Akuma.
1: Immediately uh, people are like, collusion, it's collusion.
0: Yeah. Let's pack uh, it up. But yep. he beat WoW with chun um Apparently He's... Chun-Li is a really good matchup against Oni. Who knew? Yeah,
2: I read that too. It's like, chun has a good matchup against Oni? Okay. Chun-Li
0: has good matchups? I'm...
2: And apparently she's good against Kami? Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: or well, rather, what, even, what I...
2: even or something.
1: Well, what I heard was that, yeah, basically that it was even and that Kami has a good matchup against Akuma. So he was like, it's the lesser of two evils. Yeah.
2: And uh, K-Brab I was actually talking about in the, the after – uh the winning the winner interview that Chun beats people that gets frustrated easily and K Brad's one of those people. So Chunley was a good pick against his personality.
0: And and that's kind of the the magic of infiltration is uh he has this legendary notebook of, you know, <laughs> things he's written down, observations he's made about other players. So He's got it on his smartphone. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't like uh the decision to pick Cami against those people was completely random. It was it was a calculated move to go away from his from his best character something something I probably wouldn't do I tend to now Street Fighter I think lends itself to having you know one or two pocket characters
1: oh yeah definitely uh,
0: more than than other games Um, especially Marvel because it's such a team and synergy based game you might not be able to easily swap parts within a team. Um, it sometimes doesn't mean learning one new character as, as much as it does one or two new characters and different ways of managing your neutral game. And it affects a lot of things in weird ways. Street Fighter, yes, there's still a lot to learn if you pick up a new character, but um, there, there's a few less considerations, I would say, and that's, that's I, I don't mean that as a pejorative towards Street Fighter. It's just uh, apples and oranges. Um, Snake Eyes uh, came in fourth with Zangief. Um,
1: Making it happen. With, Love Zangief. Uh,
0: Zangief occasionally just every so often makes a random top of a tournament appearance like uh, a couple of years ago when when Zangief won uh, a Super Turbo tournament that, <laughs> that they are running and, and he was considered to be like the bottom of the Super Turbo pile that somebody just figured it out and, mm-hmm. and and ran a train on everybody with na so I, I always I always find that to be kind of amusing when when you see um, underused characters because I, I really do feel like sometimes we put way too much emphasis on this idea of tears being this hard and fast jail of you know this character beats this character and you know there's only so much you can do but I don't know. I feel like if somebody sticks with a character for long enough and they figure out the mat- the matchups, it may be be an uphill climb, but they can still win. You know, it's it's always about the the interaction between the two players.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, tiers do exist, though. I mean, there will always be a tier list as long as characters are different and. It's always just kind of like an on-paper kind of thing. Yeah, it's, with...
0: it's, it's a guideline as opposed to a law, yeah, though. Yeah, it's a
1: guideline. Uh, well, I mean, basically, when you come to a game, and it's a game that's established. Let's say you want to play Guilty Gear for the first time. And you can either pick a character that, you know, suits your sensibilities... And or you can do a little bit more research and find a character that might suit your sense, you know, your sensibilities, your play style, but is really solid. You know, maybe not like the best character, but there are, there are characters in a lot of these games, I feel, that if you just start out picking this character you're going to be kind of stuck learning things about the game that you could have learned a lot easier if you picked somebody more basic.
0: Um, you know, I, for me... And I'm just going to share a couple of anecdotes. I think you should pick the character that you have the most interest in, and and whatever you know learning curve is associated with that. If you're willing to take that on, fine. Um, because I think you're going to stick around longer if you're playing a character that you're interested in. And, and like I said, anecdotally for me, um, my my picks for characters in Marvel. Um, although people will not believe me for a second and that's fine, have never been tier based. I knew from the second that, uh, they released a trailer for Marvel vs. Capcom three that had zero in it. I said, okay, I'm playing zero on my team and two other motherfuckers. I don't care who else is in this (laughs) game because I'm a, I'm a huge Mega Man X fan. Zero is my favorite video game character of all time. There was just no question of who I was going with. Um, and then when the ultimate came out, you know, I was like, "Oh, Virgil and Strider both look kind of cool, and Strider looks like a good assist, and Virgil looks interesting." And again, like I, like we said earlier, nobody thought Virgil was as, as as strong as he ended up being. So I kind of lucked out. Um, but in, super, in in Street Fighter Four I mainly play Jury because in every other Street Fighter game, I play Ken. And Ken feels completely different. He he almost feels foreign to me in Street Fighter 4 because of the way that the game system works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So many of the things I'm used to doing with him don't really work as well. Um, like He feels kind of like Third Strike Ken. Like I see some of the animations are still in there, but it, it's such a different game. He's
2: still crouching medium kick fireball.
0: Yeah, but it's, kind, you know, of... it's kind of... Fun. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I, I I it's it's such a different game for me. And, and oh, I can't put my finger on it.
2: What if what if Street Fighter four Ken had Marvel vs Capcom Kat- two Ken's air hurricane kick damage? Yeah, oh, geez. I, I would
0: I would just take uh universal overhead. Like like if he just had universal overhead. Because uh, mm-hmm. his overheads feel so slow in that game. Like just uh, I I I could I could do seven other things before I react
1: to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: But yeah, I I'm I subscribe to the idea that if you like your character, you're going to perform a little bit better than if your character was simply high tier and you're playing them because of that reason. Um so it's a bonus if you like your character and they're good.
0: Yes. Like I said, sometimes you luck out. I in Marvel I happen to luck out that the team I went with uh, ended up having good synergy and the characters all ended up being really damn good um, and for some reason they decided to buff zero and ultimate and I'm like you know what I'll take it It's like mm-hmm. why not I'll take every no no hard uh, knockdown on Buster well I guess I'll be sad about that nope I'm not sad at all I'll take that trade in a minute <laughs> for you know cancelable soup uh, specials and better health yeah hes he's just so
1: good yeah um I kind of feel like the the competing mentalities like uh pick a top tier versus play what you like is sort of what has defined the fighting game community as it's you know gone through the years because that's always the, the age old question in every game you know who do I play yeah um. and and do I play is winning a tournament fun or is winning the tournament the point kind of deal
0: um yeah. Do
1: I want to play or do I want
2: to get rolled? Yeah.
0: It, you know, I again it, the answer is a little different for everybody. Um, oh, and, absolutely. And I mean,
1: I play I play Vega in in Street Fighter, so I know about you know picking a character you like and then hating everything <laughs> because yeah. your character isn't that great.
2: Yeah, but that at that point, it's why did you pick your character, and then if you can do what you want to do in a match with your character then then it becomes fun because uh right now um in blaze blue i play tarami i'm gonna switch over to jim but i played tarami because he's funny like i'll drop a combo just to command grab for no reason and he wild yeah (laughs) he has a stomp move and you can do like triple stomp combos it's hilarious
0: um, Gene's a fun character in Blaze Blue. I, I played a good bit of Gene in uh in the first two games. Um I, I don't know why. I always enjoyed Freedom. Solid,
1: solid, got the basics. Yeah, he's yep. he's he's probably the most
2: honest character in that. Game. <laughs>
0: Which means he sucks. I mean, let's, no, let's be uh, honest.
2: No, he's pretty good. Yeah, is pretty good. He's probably top right. six, eight, five, something like that.
1: Yeah, I would say he's definitely on the top end. Uh, I played Lychee in, in Vanilla, um, uh, Calamity Trigger. You know, Lychee, I stopped playing after that.
0: Lychee, um, when I first saw her, I'm like, God, that is such an amazing looking character. Like, she had such a weird style. We're yep. just dropping, dropping the staff, calling it, using it. It's, it's, it's fun to watch. Although I never really did uh, master her at all. Um, I, I ended up scrubbing it out a bit with, uh, with New Mew, uh. where the fuck her name was.
2: Neo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she was a trip.
0: Yeah, <laughs> especially in vanilla. Yeah. Backwards going projectiles and shit.
1: Yeah, um for of Phantasma, I uh, I picked up Relius, He's pretty fun. Yeah, Relius is pretty fun, pretty good too. Mhm.
0: Who are the other new characters besides um, uh and uh Kokonoe?
2: Izayoi, which is a different version of Tsubaki who's nothing like her. Uh Asriel, which is the buff dude that uh his character select screen looks like he's licking barbecue sauce off his fingers. He's a man. He <laughs> <Dude>, man. <laughs> he is <laughs> so man. They they have a mouse pad, all right. You know those ergonomic mouse pads that, have... <laughs> like the booby mouse pads. Yeah, they have an Azrael one, and it says PEX. That's
1: <laughs> the tremendous. Dude is a man. That's tremendous. Um,
2: but let's see. There, yeah, Ezioi, Terami, Azreal, Bullet, uh, who has a neat little uh, mechanic where she gains heat levels after she does certain attacks, um, and it increases her. Uh, uh, prowess of her D button, which is she's more sort of
1: like AB a ABC fast buttoned. grappler.
0: For yeah. for people who haven't played Blaze Blue, every character has a gimmick. Literally, the 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 entire roster is built around gimmicks, and everyone and that's has their one. D button.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, who else? Bullet Amane. Um, oh yeah, Amane. Uh, he Easy has to forget. I know. <laughs> uh, Amane. He's got drills. He's built around. Um, Putting hit boxes on the screen, just drills, and building up his drill meter, so we can uh, do lots and lots of chip damage. Um, they gave Noelle a new
1: outfit, well, hair the... downs now.
0: Oh, thank God! Cause that hat, that hat had to go.
1: <laughs> no boy fantasy.
0: No, no, I'm I'm a, I'm a hair down guy for Noelle. She she needed to ditch that hat.
1: Uh, there's also Kagura Mutsuki.
2: Yep, Kagura, uh, pretty good. Um, big old sword. He's got lots of stance changes and stance cancels and stuff.
1: And he's got a sonic boom and a flash kick.
0: Yeah, he does. Well, all right then. Let's get Dominion into uh, Blaze yeah. Blue.
1: Uh, I believe um, like the first the first Chrono Phantasma tournament was won by a Kagura player in the states. I think so. Yeah. I think I it was ECT or something. I don't recall.
2: Um, yeah. Let's see. They. Uh, they brought Mew back. Um, and they br- they brought new back. actually. they, they, they killed Lambda and they brought New back. And, and Mew is actually a good a good character in this game. Um, let's see. But
1: as far as new characters, I think that's everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. That is everybody. Uh, I- and also something to note that we've you know been talking about Kokonoe being crazy. But, um, there is a balance patch that is going to hit, I think, two weeks after United States console hits. Yep. And I think out of all of the closing ceremonies for Chrono Phantasma, that got the largest cheer.
2: Yep. Um, the balance patch is going to be exciting because remember when I said earlier where she snaps it and activates it? That doesn't actually hit you unless you're already in hit stun. So that's, that's the best part. Um... Of, uh, of the of balanced patch for, for Kokonoi. That's so good. And a mm-hmm. couple other gallons got removed, so she's gonna be less dominant. So hopefully we'll see a good game out of it.
0: So so American players, uh, if they pick up the game they'll only have to deal with that crap for a couple of weeks before it goes away, hopefully.
2: Or if they pick Kokonoi, they'll only be able to they'll only be able to do it for two so, weeks.
0: So get that rank up
2: while we yeah. can guys.
1: Kokonoi! Didn't come out for like two weeks after Chrono Phantasma came out, so the balance path might be Oh, Is, is she in a. Is States she a. Uh... Mm.
0: Is she DLC? Yeah, she is DLC. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, oh, so is Terami, by the way. Pay to win. Completing story mode.
1: Uh, and the Terami is. Uh, they're giving that away for free if you pre order the game. Yes.
0: Um, well, was there anything else uh, from this tournament that y- you guys wanted to address?
2: Uh, they had Gundam. They did have Gundam full boost. I'm excited. I didn't I, get to uh, watch it, but that was awesome.
1: I uh, at uh, one of our local monthlies, they had the game, and it looked so much fun. I, I used to play Virtual on a lot, so yep, that's definitely a game that piques my interest. And the fact that they covered, I think, is another is another feather in uh, Alex Valle's cap. Is they covered the full tournament for every game.
2: Yep, that's something we did at Kit, and I think more tournaments should give attention to all the games because every game matters
1: it's not necessarily that people are just sitting there and watching and are entertained but people who have matches can go back and watch their matches and learn and so the tournaments are are a place to learn and grow for every game instead of just the two main games and the other games you only get to see like four or five people
0: Definitely. Right. and it's kind of funny because what the main games are kind of differs from one tournament to another um, like I, I would argue that you know, like Final Round or Kit have a much stronger Tekken,
1: uh, we do can, Tekken in the South. Yes,
0: yes, we do. I don't know. I don't know why that is. Can somebody explain to me why that is, or is that just a thing that happened? And amazing we don't know. good
1: players. Because live... margin is awesome. <laughs> yeah, basically that's what it is. I feel like there was just amazing players in Atlanta, in uh, Tennessee. And basically, the, the crowd kind of formed around them. And I, that's why we have it. Yep.
0: I just I, I find it so weird because, uh, like I said, I play with Trungi. And I'm a good bit older than Trungi is. So I, I don't know how old he was when uh, you know, the original Tekken came out in, uh, in arcades. But I was like 12 or 13. You know, I was, I was pretty young when that game came out. Um, and I I remember playing that game in arcades. Um, so it's kind of weird because I imagine he probably got in on the boat when I thought Tekken was old hat.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, they say that you know for two games, no matter how much you play, you suck. So you have to get those two games out of your system. Yep. Um, I I got into Tekken really big when Tekken Five came out. I was working at a time out a of Namco arcade. And, uh, I ended up running Ranbats, uh, during a summer. And we always had plenty of people in and plenty of people playing. I mean, it's, you know, Tekken, they just have their own community that you don't see because it doesn't really cross over that much with the Capcom community. But it's always been there and it's always been strong. Oh, yeah. Melee, was that a CR too? Yes, it was.
0: Melee's kind of had a, a resurgence, um,
2: in the main eye, I mean,
1: uh, Smash I mean it, is yeah, it didn't. Been. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah. It's just that we've started paying attention to it because it draws.
2: Yeah, Smash has always been around and it's had its own events. Smash probably has the most dedicated community out of any game. I which, will, I was, which is sad. Will completely say that.
0: Which is sad because Nintendo wants to shit all over that community at well, every I possible Well, I think turn. that was
2: more of just like a misunderstanding between their lawyers and just kind of knee-jerk reaction. I don't think Nintendo actually wanted to bar streaming.
1: Well, I, I you, think can, so. you can say that, but they are still uncertain on whether they're going to have Melee at Evo, and because Wizard has already told everyone, like, if you want to end of Melee, hold off because we haven't gotten anything done yet. I,
0: I yeah. think that the more damning piece of evidence is looking at how Nintendo treats uh, you know, Let's Play and YouTubers in general.
2: Didn't they overturn that?
0: Uh... I don't think they totally did. I think they, they've still... Uh, because one of my friends, uh, Mike, runs... Uh, he he used to be on this podcast and he runs his own little show now and he does Let's Plays. And he had some of those taken down. I don't think they ever let him put those back up.
2: Um, oh, people may not know what we're talking about. Uh, for, for information, uh, Nintendo... Pretty much put a content ID out for any Nintendo music over a minute or five minutes. I think, I think it was a minute, and any uh, video gameplay of any of their games, so that Let's players can no longer earn uh, earn funds or monetary ever advertising revenue from those games. It all goes to Nintendo now, and people got really mad about that because the argument, the main argument, is that a Let's play. Is not necessarily a walkthrough or anything like that. It's a unique experience, so the less players kind of own it.
0: Not only that, but watching a video game is—it's it, it, not the same as actually playing a game. I can maybe point to a handful of games, you know, maybe like point and click or some sort of RPG, where um, you know watching a playthrough would defeat most of the purpose of playing the game because you get you know the storyline elements. Um, but in most in most cases just watching a game especially anything that Nintendo makes they don't they do not make story heavy games you know no no offense to Nintendo but that's not their bag um, so they're not losing anything by somebody watching somebody else play super mario brothers people are still going to go and you know play whatever mario game is out
2: oh man i'm still reeling by sakurai creator of Super Smash Brothers and Kirby Freaking, Oh my goodness He got mad that Subspace Emissary videos From Brawl got on their way On YouTube so he's no longer doing Any kind of I forget like any kind of Story mode for the new game That's right? or...
1: He's not doing any story mode
2: Yeah because he got mad oh, wow. that the videos Got on, uh, got on The internet and <laughs> people watched them Because he feels that the story should be The reward for the players playing the game
0: but I mean that that story mode is is dispo. I, I mean, I enjoyed it, it's but it's, it's disposable. You know, it's with fan fiction. Star. It really is. Um, and I I would enjoy having it in the game, but let's be honest, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch these videos on YouTube, just because they're up there and people have watched them. Maybe they already played through it and wanted to watch it again without having to play through it a second time.
2: No, 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 no. no, 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 Talking about the cutscenes. Yeah. The cutscenes are actually legit.
0: Well, the cutscenes are fine, but, you know, I already played through it once, I do not want to play through it again just to watch the cutscenes. That might be the only reason I'd go on to YouTube and watch that, so... Maybe
2: I want to watch Marth and Meta Knight beat the crap out of
0: some...
1: Some, Sonic. Some, some monsters Here's
0: Pikachu and Samus running around together. I don't know why. <laughs>
1: um, But what I think is is more what's going on with Evo and Smash is I'm pretty sure that Nintendo's like, we want to have our new Smash game, and we don't want you to have our old Smash game because we want to promote the new game. And I, well, think, I think that is is yeah, the main that's the... reason. That's I...
2: But that's asinine. Why don't they just use the old game's presence to promote the new game? Fly somebody out from Nintendo See, because they don't think
1: that some kid is going to watch Evo and then buy an old game.
0: I'll I'm I'm write
2: a letter to the editor.
0: I'm a little <laughs> cynical about this because I don't think it's so much about them wanting to promote the new Smash Brothers because that would be easily done enough just by holding another event, you know, like some sort of exhibition. But I, you know, I, I think more of it is. Since, you know, they are trying to get the revenues from Let's Play videos and things like that. I think, you know, maybe part of it is, where's our cut? You know, what's in this for us? Uh, Why shouldn't we take this down? And also, um... I don't know how much they really want to promote Smash through the fighting game community. Because it seems like Nintendo itself is reluctant to, um... Acknowledge that community, uh, either in development or you know, just the way that they handle the game itself. Because I think uh, Sakurai referred to in an, an interview, at, uh, you know, sort of what we would call the main competitive players as being fanatics, and he he's not developing the game for those people. He's kind of he's trying to reach that you know that magic casual audience that well, I mean, everybody that's wants. That's always
1: been how I felt the game was supposed to be played but right. I'm you know I'm in the minority people want to play with the game their way that's fine um, it's just a matter of you know they're I see what you're saying like basically they don't want this game to be this this they don't want to promote it as this game where a bunch of hardcores are like beating up on each other they want it to be a fun game that you can break out with your friends
0: yeah right. uh, Um See, for all the criticism that, that Capcom gets and sometimes rightfully, so I think this is one of the things that they tend to get right more often than not, where if this were a Capcom game, they would and they're trying to target a more casual audience. I think they'd try and uh, you know have their cake and eat it too. You know you can you can play it you know this casual way that we've always had the game, but we're also going to include something for you know, tournament players and and they kind of do that in smash games traditionally anyway by being able to turn off items and things like that but i think that was all happy accident as a, as as opposed to a uh, purposeful design decision mm-hmm. um but i don't see why they couldn't try and embrace both communities that way yeah. you know
2: cuz as long as somebody thinks that they are the best there's going to be competition
0: yeah uh... Anyway, it 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 sucks. (laughs) It sucks. I I, I feel bad for them. Um,
1: But what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yep. I mean, I I just don't. I don't like watching Smash. So it's just whatever to me. (laughs) You don't like watching Smash. I I don't either. I I really don't don't care. It's cool
0: it's it's it's, it's cool and I like playing the game but i i guess for me it's like um' I don't know, it's, it's kind of like soccer um yeah. you, you you guys yeah. you guys who met me won't believe this but I actually played soccer in high school I was, I was much thinner then cool and uh you know I enjoyed playing soccer I can't stand watching it I mean just that's that's right out for me, but I you know I would play it in a heartbeat, and and that's kind of how I feel about Smash. It's like I, you know I I'm not into watching it, and there are people that are, and that's fine. But you know so, you know you you get a game going, I'm in there. I'll, I'll be bad, but I'm in there. All right. I mean, uh, but you you get a stream going, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be in the chat asking when's Marvel.
2: Oh well, to each their own. That's okay. Yeah. Jerk. I know. I
0: just, this is not news to anybody. Um Anyway, was there uh we've been going at this for a while, but uh was there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about or any shout outs or anything like that?
2: Schoolgirls was
1: at S C R. was did, did they do Encore? Again.
2: Yeah, it was Encore. Okay. Wins three sixty patch. Yo, Adelaide got second in dive kick. Nice. Oh really? Yeah. Gunther, one.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Let's see. They're Shoutouts killing... to. Rest Shoutout in peace, to... the Baz.
2: <laughs> Shoutouts to Kit Forever King for getting second in Mortal Kombat. And, uh. And also... uh, third in Injustice.
1: And, uh. Shoutouts to KIT Little Majin for getting yeah. first in Tekken 2 and second? What
0: a boss.
1: That's crazy. That's awesome.
0: He's he's really come on strong the last year or so.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, did you see his performance at Final Round last year?
0: I did. I did. I did. Oh. Because I, I was about to say... I was going to say I didn't, but no, I did. Because I was <laughs> watching for Trong the whole time. I didn't make it out Final <laughs> Round, so... Man, oh. poor Trong. He was... <sighs> Uh, no, not poor Trung Just, Trung was drunk the entire time at KIT <laughs> He was never not drunk at yeah, KIT I had a good time. He was, he and Gio And everybody else um, hey, Gio. Man, fun story um, Gio was hanging around And uh, our friend Davis uh, In Knoxville was playing Marvel Against Justin Wong Like Justin was his first round opponent And uh he gets bodied the first game. He sees Joe. He motions for him over, and Joe's got you know like a little paper bag with him. He just takes a big old swig while he was in that bag. I think it's...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was. It was just so funny to watch Justin Wong's reaction to that. Um, he ended up losing the next two games, but I I think we all ended up winning for having seen that. <laughs> I, I I'm like I'm just gonna have Geo follow me around next time. I'm, just, I'm I'm gonna you know I think my problem is I'm too sober at these events. I don't no. I don't I don't drink, and uh, it's it's kind of funny watching me interact with the other non fighting game players because they you know they like to have a good time, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, I I think I get better at, at games as the night progresses because you know they just get steadily worse.
1: Yeah. I don't know, I always fashion myself as a drunken master.
0: Yeah, see, they do too. That's what everyone says. Yeah, they do too. They say they're drunken masters, but I don't know.
1: I think my best, it was, Vanilla had been out, I think it was right before Super, I was at AWA, and it was Saturday night, and I was completely gone. And I stumbled into the game room, and I was just destroying everyone. And I was being loud and obnoxious, <laughs> and it was the best feeling ever. <laughs> oh my god! I
0: can't, I can't imagine you doing that. That's.
1: Oh my god! If you if you talk to Basil, Basil will be like, I can imagine that. Yes. Happening.
0: Um. By the way, um, what are you doing for for Hamacon? What's what's your role for them?
1: Well, um, I've always I always. Um, try to have fighting game tournaments and stuff because I used to, when I was doing other conventions, I used to be the game room coordinator and that was like my badge of honor is that I ran really, really good game rooms, but then I kind of moved up and so I try to push things on my coordinator. I'm not, no, I'm not too forceful but I always like to try and have uh, a pretty anime, a pretty fighting game anime oriented uh, game room. Uh, we will probably have uh, a blue tournament um, maybe like a Street Fighter tournament. It's just going to depend. A Smash tournament, definitely.
0: Um, funny story from last year's Hamicon. Um, I spent a good time, like, when they were, when I was just waiting on the panel or just hanging out, waiting on it, other people. Um, i go over there and I'd play Marvel and, uh, you know, I'd, I'd run a few people off the console, and then I'd, you know when nobody would go around, I'd just go into training mode and practice and stay loose. And uh, one of the dudes that was that was helping run the gaming room, he he came over to me, and said, "Man, nobody wants to come over here and play you. Uh, they've been watching you do combos, and they don't want anything to do with it."
1: <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> "Well, that always happens at anime gaming." Yeah,
0: because yeah. you know you you have sort of a broader, more casual audience and people taking interest in the game, but maybe that's not what they're into primarily so
2: and the, the people that play more casually don't like playing stronger people because it's not what they're interested in
0: yeah they're not
1: interested in getting their ass handed to them and be like I fuck a see I,
0: I i love it when i play against somebody that's just beating my ass because that's how i learn right you know that's that's where i learn where my deficiencies are and that's that's how i'm gonna get better so Yep. Yeah, if, mm-hmm. if, if you're better, if you're better than me than Marvel, then please come and kick my ass because okay. I would love to get stronger.
2: Yep. But the people that don't take it competitively are the opposite.
1: Yep. Yes, <laughs> they just want to have a, have a good time, and they were like, who's this nerd playing? <laughs> you, you know, what's a
0: good time? Winning. Winning's a good time.
1: Yeah. Uh, and we also we also like to do. Um, I always try to have an arcana set up and. Uh, Milne, you should come You should come to Hamacon and set up an acceleration of Suguri set
2: When is Hamacon?
1: It is this. Let me, uh, I should know the date by heart, but I don't. This
2: dude doesn't
0: even know the date of the. I know.
1: <laughs> I don't know best. it either,
0: and Basil's going to kill me. But it's he told, okay. he told You're me to bring me, it up.
1: I'm the one that's supposed to know. It's June 6th through the 8th. June 6th through the 8th. It mm-hmm. is a when, good time. When is Evo? Uh, Evo is. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed if I can't go watch Evo because I'm running a convention. I'm going to have to cancel the con. <laughs> no, uh, just have
2: a big Evo watch room.
1: July 11th through the 13th. Okay,
2: awesome. so. Got a whole well, what, what major is in June? Is that MWC? CEO. CEO is at the end of June. When's, when's MWC?
0: Usually like the week before CEO, isn't it? Ah, come on, Jason.
2: Um, alright, cool. Uh sixth through eighth. I will see what I can do. Yeah, and... pencil it in. I would love to be there and I will pester RA to let me do something unofficial.
1: That would be that would be super awesome. <laughs> all
2: right. Well, I'll see what I can do. June sixth through eighth, everybody. Hamicon. Yeah, yeah it's,
0: it's it's fun to where is it? It's in, it's Huntsville, in Huntsville, Alabama. Huntsville, Alabama. It's <laughs> literally the only thing going on in the entire state. <laughs>
1: We do, we do. We do what we can.
0: Uh, We've we talked on this podcast uh, in reference to HammerCon many times about the uh, the drive into Alabama and the sad depressing Hollywood sign on the way in and
1: you lose your soul here.
0: <laughs> you really will. <laughs> uh, it's it's like there's the Von Braun Center and then there's nothing else. Oh man,
1: I've driven
2: down to uh Alabama the Decatur area, because there's a there, there's a store there that used to be part of my district. Um, yeah, that that drive is kinda
1: uh, kind of, yeah, yeah kind of <laughs> a little bit. Um, do you know if like um, uh, KIT is going to be doing any smaller events in between now and KIT next year? I do not know. Let me check the book of faces.
2: KIT really I have blew up this now, year. why do I have a Facebook?
1: Yeah, you do? Are they you con- kidding me?
2: They conned me into it.
1: Oh, my God.
2: I am surprised I don't have any friend requests. You know, shame I... on... I'm going to tweet that right now. Shame okay. on everybody. Everybody for not sending me a Facebook friend
1: request, are you Are you Milner, Georgia? I am not Milner, Georgia Are you Milmore, North Dakota?
2: Uh, Milner if, if you're doing like a search uh, try Milne
1: McDermott Oh, no that's definitely not what would come up Oh No. Yep, that's
0: definitely you
1: Yep, there it is
0: Alright, friend request sent. Congratulations. I got Milnsey Hatem. <laughs> hold on. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send you the link. I found please. it. There you go. Day
2: 05 is my first friend. Yay. <laughs> Alright. You're not actually my first friend because I've got some other ones because this is actually a reactivation of a previous account. Don't
0: tell anybody. It's <gasps> fine.
2: I deactivated it pretty quick.
0: Oh well, I
2: don't understand what a Facebook is. What's a book
0: face? <laughs> what well, is this Twitter? book of face? I tweet. Why would I want to put pictures up on my wall? Isn't isn't that like a poster? I don't yeah, understand. I can, I can just tweet these. I don't get it. Is this anything like a Tumblr? Is this where I go to Tumblr? <laughs> is there a Pinterest on here? I don't understand this Facebook. Oh,
1: well, yep. <laughs> gentlemen. Yeah it's been fun definitely
0: are all hearts and minds clear
1: um
0: I, I think we got the 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 hammock pimp uh,
1: uh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah basil would have killed me if I hadn't done it yeah,
0: yeah. We, we we got the KIT mentions in there so I think you guys are safe you guys can survive to <laughs> to see another day um well gentlemen it's it's been a blast I appreciate you uh taking the time and uh Hopefully we can do this again sometime.
1: Yeah, Yes, just, this was just fun.
0: for time. Alright, well appreciate it, guys. Um That's that's it for this Fightastic episode, but uh tune in next week we'll be probably back to the same old bullshit we always do. Thanks, guys. So long. No problem. Who do we want?